Hey, everybody. You're listening to the Shit Talking Podcast. I'm Christina Previtt. And I'm Robin Ross. We are we allowed to see shit? I don't know. Whatever. Let's go. Hey, everybody. You are watching the Shit Talking Podcast. I'm your co-host, Christina. And I am your co-host, Robin. Welcome, everybody. We're here for another episode of Shit Talk, and I can't believe an entire week has gone by already. Can you, Robin? I can't. I can't. And I want to give the same disclaimer to any of you watching or listening, although I think I'm much better. I had some dental work today, and the entire right side of my face was numb. So I can't really feel my lips. Like, I'm tingling on the lip a little bit. But I feel like I'm I'm speaking a lot better than I was before. So well, you sound hopefully fine. we won't have any problems. You sound fine. You look fine. And uh, I don't think anybody would even notice. Good. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear. So today's topic, we're, we're kind of just, um, it's like a fringe topic for us. You know, we got a little lazy, didn't know what to talk about. And since this is shit talking anyway... We just decided that we were going to use these fun pod decks. And if you're watching, I'm holding it up to the camera. Um, So I met this guy, Travis, who is the founder of Podcast Buddy. And he does editing. And um, God, he's going to kill me because I don't know everything he does. But he edits podcasts and so that you don't have to and we'll post them. They'll, They'll do the show notes and they're very reasonably priced. And you can find them at podcastbuddy.co, not .com, .co. That's a new thing. So so make sure you go to the right website. But um, Travis, the owner, also has this invention of pod decks. And what they are are cards that are sort of like icebreakers or give you some ideas for topics to talk about if you have a podcast and... Maybe you're new to it, or you, maybe just for fun, you want to kind of get some ideas for topics. And I've used them before. I think they're a lot of fun. And I just thought this would be a good way to pass the time on shit talking today. Yeah, why not? It's a rainy, well, at least where we are, it's a rainy Wednesday. Yes, it is. It is. So I know they have a bunch of decks and you can find pod decks on Instagram at pod decks and, and just Google them to get to their website, but they have other kinds of decks. But the two that I have handy right now are, would you rather you guys must remember that from, I don't know, college drinking days or even high school. And then what the heck? So we're going to have a little fun with this. Are you ready, Robin? I'm ready. And you guys in the peanut gallery, feel free to put your answers or even pose a question if you have one, because we're just being silly here. Yeah. All right, let's go. Question number one. If you could marry a fictional character, who would it be? Hmm. Mary. Why Mary? Don't we really mean mm. have sex with? Okay, can we change the question? Yes. <laughs> If Travis, if you're watching, I think that what you really meant was have sex with. Wow. Well, I just watched a movie with Army Hammer in it. Can't remember what the hell the movie was, but he is so hot. So I think right now it would be him. Why am I, I'm getting old because I cannot remember what movie this was. Doesn't really matter. 
And meanwhile, I'm still like pondering, like who, what's my answer going to be? Batman. Um, I think I'm going to go with, this is, this is a little obscure. Stringer Bell from The Wire. I think that was his name. I don't even know. Um, Okay. Well, correct. Because heaven forbid, I should give you an answer of somebody you would know. So the show, The Wire, he was the character that he was like kind of the businessman that ran the drug empire for Avon Barksdale. And he was like, he kind of like did all the side businesses where they would launder the money and do all of that. But like, he was bad, but he was really smart and he was a businessman, but he was still like out killing people if he had to. Like, I think that that was like the first, like, he, he could probably get it. So you like those bad boys, huh, Robin? I guess so. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, I'm sure I, someone else is going to come to mind too, but. All right. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what would you pick? A new name for myself. Okay, I can't answer that question either because I actually really like my name. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't I like have a problem with my name. It's easy. It's two of the same letter. Um, I know that when I was in second grade, though, I decided that I was going to go by my middle name and I wasn't going to go by Robin anymore. And I just wanted to go by Elizabeth. So everybody called me Elizabeth for just a whole year of school. And wow. This is why- Sorry, I interrupted you. This is why you don't let second graders choose anything about their life because the teacher came in and pretty much said like, Oh, if anybody wants to be called by something else or like they have a different, I think he probably meant like a nickname or like, you know, like if your name is Elizabeth, for example, if you wanted to go by Liz, I kind of think that's what he meant. So when he gets to me, I said, I want to be called Elizabeth. And he was kind of like, all right. So all of second grade, I went by Elizabeth. That's so funny. And that's such a young age too. And everybody just went along with it. Well, it's funny or it's a little psycho. I don't know. Hi, Haley. She says her name would be Catherine. Her middle name is Catherine. But Haley's a good name too. Like that's like a cool name. So I don't know. What about you, Christina? Would you change your name? No, I mean, I like Christina. I think it's a pretty name. Growing up, I was Tina. So I really mm. kind of feel like deep inside, I'm Tina. Like that's who I feel like. But nobody calls me that anymore, except for people from my childhood and my family. And I don't have a middle name. Mm. Okay, so then if you could pick a middle name for yourself, what would you pick? I I don't even know. I mean, I would. it wouldn't be Marie because... I feel like everybody's middle name is Marie. Like a lot of people's name is Marie. And it's, I don't feel like it's, it's that, you know, original, but Christine is a very common name, but obviously it's a Christian name. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the names I used to really like, they just got too trendy and I didn't mm-hmm. want something that was just the latest trend. You know how each generation like Sophia was one of the generations, like everybody's yeah. name was Sophia. And then it was Madison and Taylor. And I can't even think of some of the other ones. And I love those names. They're all really pretty, but I feel like they're just sort of trendy and maybe people are just going to get sick of them. Like Christina's sort of a classic, right? I feel like when I was growing up, we had a lot of Kristen's and we had a lot of Lauren's. 
Yeah, Lauren's another one too. I'm trying to think of people in my generation, what names I come across. Like my grandma's generation was like Margaret, Eleanor. I mean, you don't really meet a lot of people, younger people with that name anymore or those names, right? Funny story. I have my great grandmother's name was Margaret and her daughter was Eleanor. Just so you know. So my great aunt, so Margaret and Eleanor, you're right on it. Dorothy. Yeah, Jessica. Jessica's, oh, Jessica's a huge yeah, one. Yeah, that's a common one now. Um, maybe not the little kids now, but I feel like, you know, I know a bunch of 40-year-olds that that are Jessica. So I guess that one phased out. It'll probably come back around. Uh, Gertrude. Remember Gertrude? Like You don't hear that anymore. Yeah, no, you don't hear a lot of Gertrude. That makes me think of chocolate, though. Like the Gertrude Hawk oh, chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I always said that, and it's very funny because even as I was like growing up, I never thought about boy names, but I always thought that if I had a daughter that I would name her Madison, like I was on the Madison kick for sure. I liked the name Tatiana. Ooh, Tatiana. That's very like exotic. It is, right? If you got a Tatiana, you wouldn't know like where is she from? Like, is she from somewhere? I like that. Then I was thinking of doing like the very androgynous names. Like, you know, like the name, like it could be a guy's name or a girl's name. I can't really think of an example of one that I liked, but um, I thought about that for a while of doing kind of like the, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, but some of them you kind of forget are unisex. Like, I'll give you an example. Kelly. Kelly is a unisex name. I can't remember ever meeting a dude named Kelly though. And so I went to this place coincidentally called Kelly's Dinettes in New Jersey, Randolph or someplace like that. And I bought it. I was buying a table and I go up to the desk and there's a guy there. And and um, I said, are you the owner? And he said, yeah. And I go, who's Kelly? That's what I said. He goes, I'm Kelly. And I was like, at first, like for a second, I'm, you know, the, the light bulb is like not on yet. And it's like, like what? <laughs> and then, and then of course I realized like, oh yeah, that's one of those unisex names. Well, Robin's a unisex name. That's true. If you, if you spell it with an I, you know, you have Robin Williams, you have, you know, I don't know who else I think that's it. I remember when I was growing up, the organist in our church, his name was Robin with an I. He was very good. But yeah, that's true. That's true. It is. Well, Christina is not, but I guess there's Christian. <laughs> you, yourself, you could call yourself Chris and nobody would know. I hate when people do that. And I hate when people call me Christine. Well, that's not your name. Yes, it's not my name. I don't know why people do that. Like, is it so much trouble for you to add the extra syllable? Well, I think the people calling you Chris, because it's like, it's just a shortening of the name. I think maybe it feels very like familiar to them, but like. Who it is. It depends who it is. Someone I don't know just decides to call me Chris. I I mean, I'm not going to lose my mind over it, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, why are you making up nicknames for me? Yeah, like when did we get to that place of comfort? Yeah, like that you could just buy me dinner yet. Right. At least least not buy me something. Buy me a meal and then we can talk about calling me Chris. Yeah, seriously. So now this is a good one. When you were a kid, did you have any posters on your wall? And if so, what? Oh, I have a lot. 
I mean, I was of the era where like we did buy posters, but for the most part, we would just buy like those teen magazines and then like take the pictures out of the teen magazines and put them up. So, I mean, I think everybody had a new kids on the block poster. I yes, know I did. Yes. Did you Haley? Well, Haley's a bit younger than us. Not that I much. was a I was a fan of one Jordan Knight. He was my favorite. Yeah. Um, so then I had I had that poster. I had um this was probably a little bit later, but I remember like this I mean I guess this had to be like early 90s. But there was a group called Crisscross I don't know if you remember them. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, I had a crisscross poster. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I think over the years, like it was just kind of like whoever was out or whatever. I don't know, but I I distinctly remember New Kids on the Block and I distinctly remember crisscross. I remember, oh, Haley says Paula Abdul and Janet Jackson. Yeah, I definitely Mm. had a Paula Abdul poster. And I also remember, this is also kind of embarrassing, Kirk Cameron. Remember when he was really big on growing pains? I loved Kirk Cameron. I'm sure that I'm sure I had a picture of Kirk Cameron up at some point. Yeah. And because everybody had, everybody watched Growing Pains and Who's the Boss and. Um, what was the one with Michael J. Fox? Family Ties. I loved Family Ties. Those were good oh. shows. But, you know, when you go back and watch that stuff, they were so G-rated. Oh, very much it's so. Sugar-coated. Like, it's almost kind of, when you watch it now, you're like, really? Come on. They're just too I G-rated. Know, but, that, but those were simpler times, Christina. Like, you could just, like... Get your family together, watch something on TV. Like now half the time, if you get your family together to watch something on TV, it's like, what, what's going to end up happening? Is someone going to end up like, you know, dry humping on, like, like, you, like you need to know what's happening because you never know what your kids are going to be exposed to now. Yeah. I think we should yeah, go back to family ties time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do like that people are trying being more authentic and real. Because it's really hard to, because uh, we all, I want to say, you know, if you come from a dysfunctional family, but everybody has some level of dysfunction, right? Mm-hmm. But Kirk Cameron's family didn't. I mean, yeah. what, what was their dysfunction? I mean, yes. You and it always got resolved in 30 minutes. Well, as most things should. When you think about it. <laughs> yeah. So I, but, I mean, we solve all of the world's problems in under an hour on this show. That is show. true. That, so, but, but hey, it's not 30 minutes. It's an hour. That's true. That oh, is true. Dirty, dirty ones in here. I hope my mom's not watching this. All right. You can let's skip see. this if you want. What is the weirdest place you've had sex? The weirdest place I've had sex. I can't really think of any place like super weird. Like I want to say like all the normal places that people would have sex, like a car. Well, they're not, you know, they're like, not weird if it's normal. Yeah, like, I, I can't think of any place like super weird. I can't, I can't think of any place that was like weird. Um, what about like outside? Places. Did you ever have anything like outside? Well, there was one time where, like, I mean, like, maybe this could count as outside. One time at the camp? One time. Well, because it started in the car, but we ended up outside, and then we realized it was, like, daytime. 
And then we realized that we were like right outside of a school. How disgusting, Robin. I'm shocked. I know. I know. But like, I can't think of any place super weird. I mean, at work. At other people's work. I don't know. Like weird. I mean, I would say a cemetery. That's weird. It is kind of weird, right? (laughs) You're like, I mean, this isn't super weird, but like, you know, on top of someone's grave, that's all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) how the hell did you end up in a cemetery? Or was it like some like weird, let's go do it in the cemetery? Or did that, you just happened to stumble upon a cemetery? It just happened to be the place that was around. I feel like I shouldn't be divulging all this so publicly. But, well, um, here we are. Here we are. Now, and my now mom we might be watching this. I think that by now your mom should know just not to watch this show. Like, do not. My mom's probably done worse things than I ever have. Right, I mean, mom? I'm winking. That's true. That's true. Um, but see, back in the day, they just had more discretion. Like, we never really knew what they were doing. Yeah, people that's like like Kirk Cameron on Growing Pains. They just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. If your office had show and tell for adults, what thing would you be proud to display? If my office? Yeah. And keep your mind out of the gutter, Robin. What would I be proud to display? Um what would I be proud to display? I don't know. These are hard. Qu- I think I should have prepped these questions. Like I should have known. I'm going to say like my crazy collection of wine bottle corks. Oh, I and used to collect corks. sand from mm. different places. And you know what? I got tired of it and I threw them all out and I really regret that. I wish I still had them. The sand. I used to, I used to collect shot glasses from wherever I went. Then I got too many shot glasses. Like, what do you I had the exact that? same experience, Robin. <laughs> exact same experience. I'm like, why, why do I need these? I don't do shots. And if I do it, I don't do them at home. Well, this is how you know that now I'm just like in an old age sort of place. Now I just use my shot glasses to like measure out pours for a cocktail so I can know how much I'm measuring. You need a yeah, I need a jigger. That's what I need. I don't one. have one. Next present. Um, Haley says that she would bring her Peloton. She loves it. So funny story about Haley's Peloton. So I bought a Peloton. Mm-hmm. Used it Did literally. It? No. Well, I'm going to tell you where it ended up. <laughs> and it ended up at Haley's house. <laughs> because I just, I didn't love it. I Because I do well, do. I used to do Soul Cycle and I really loved Soul Cycle and I thought it would be like that and I didn't feel like it was the same. And so I just, I never used it. I, I don't even remember how much the thing was, but I sold it to Haley Half Price and I'm very happy it has found a home where it is loved and used. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, right. a good, that's a good deal for Haley. Yeah, it was. And then really, honestly, I'm glad she likes it and she uses it because she otherwise she would have been selling it. <laughs> have you ever had a weird Uber? What if she said her parents have it now? Oh, you bought a new one. Okay, well, still, you know, the nice family has it and they're taking care of it. Are your parents using it, Haley? 
kind of curious because let's face it, we all know that a lot of times people just don't use it. Well, I keep, I kept having people tell me that I should buy one, but I was, I was afraid of the same thing that I would just never use it. I, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I just didn't love it. I think the one thing about it that was different for me was the bike itself seems smaller than the soul cycle bikes. Mm. Like smaller ass wise, like, cause that's my concern. Like I don't have a, a spinning ass. Like I know that like the seat is tiny. How am I going to yeah. get all this ass on this tiny seat? I can't. Well, I think trash. everybody has that problem because those seats are, are not very comfortable, but you just kind of get used to them. But I know the bike itself just felt oh. smaller. It's like going from an SUV to a sedan. But it's you just, love to spin. So I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's odd to me that you didn't like the Peloton. Well, like you I, love the soul cycle, you said. But I, the soul cycle is really a different experience. You know, soul cycle is like Starbucks. You know, you can go anywhere to get a cup of coffee. But when you go to Starbucks, you're you're really kind of buying into an a, an experience, right? It's like the branding and the experience, the exclusive experience of going to Starbucks, right? Like I don't I mean, know. If I do like having I do like having my name written on the cup of coffee. It makes me feel special. It so Soul Cycle is like well, I don't really like Starbucks coffee. I don't think it tastes very I don't good either. I don't. But I'll I'll get. I like their cappuccinos. I like some of their snacks, but. But there is something she-she about Starbucks, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what Soul Cycle is for 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 um, cycling or for what oh, spinning. I I don't know. I'm spinning. having a senior moment. I couldn't think of the word. So Soul Cycle is like you know you go and you feel like you're sort of part of an exclusive club, and I think their branding is amazing. Like everything's yellow and pretty and, you know, snazzy. They've done a Mm. wonderful job with branding and you go and you ride the bike and you're in a dark room. It's almost like a, like a discotheque (laughs) where once you, you know, turn the lights down and they have, um, you know, some colored lights flashing. Like you really kind of feel like you're on a dance floor. But that's their whole thing. That's their whole theme. And you dance on the bike. Like you ride the bike, but you ride to the beat of the music. And it's an experience. It really is. And you don't get that at home on the Peloton. Maybe one day when the world opens up, I will try it. I will totally go with you to a soul cycle class. I would love to. That sounds good. All right. Next question. Oh, have you ever had a weird Uber experience? <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I mean, who hasn't? Yeah, right. So, the day that I had my going away party for when I left my old law firm before I started my my own law firm, we like all did like a happy hour or whatever, and I got trashed, like trashed. Okay. So I had to leave my car in Morristown because I was working in Morristown and I needed to Uber home. So I called an Uber. And of course, like all of my coworkers were like, that's crazy. Just call your boyfriend and come pick you up. And I'm like, I'm not having him drive to Morristown to drive out. Like it didn't make any sense. I go, I can just Uber home. Like not that huge of a deal. So I get in the Uber 
And the guy is like telling me about all of his drug use. Like he's kind of like, yeah, you know, I use this and I use that. Like telling me about all these drugs. And my, meanwhile, the guy's driving me. And I'm kind of like, I mean, I hope you're not high now. So I said to him kind of like jokingly, I'm like, I hope you're not high now because I need to get home. You know, he's like, oh, no, no, no. He goes, I did smoke some weed today, but I always stop smoking like an hour or two before I start driving. And I was like, what? None of this is making me comfortable. <laughs> so that whole ride home of just hearing about the drug addict that was driving my Uber, that was definitely a weird Uber experience for me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they haven't been super weird. But what I will say is that there was a period of time that I drove Uber. You that did? Was, I did. And that was an experience. When did you do that and why? These are all great questions. So I decided to drive Uber because I wanted to take a vacation. So I wanted to take this trip to South Africa, but I really didn't have it in my budget. It was for my 35th birthday. It just wasn't in my budget. So I said, all right, if I want to take this trip to South Africa, I'm going to drive Uber just to like raise the money for this trip. So I'm like, it's like an easy thing to do. You know what I mean? Now, you know, granted, like I did think to myself, I'm like, well, you know, if I would have taken the time I was driving Uber to maybe like bring in one or two more clients to the firm, I probably would have been able to pay for the trip that way. But whatever. So you were a practicing lawyer. A practicing lawyer. Driving Uber. So, um, but it was fun. Like, I actually thought it was fun, but like, there were definitely like those times where you're driving, and I had very strict Uber rules. So like, I would not drive when it was dark. Like once the sun went down, I was like an Uber vampire. Like I went home, like I wouldn't drive when it was dark, but those were the times you'd make the most money, like Friday night, Saturday night. But I also didn't want anybody vomiting in my car. Yeah, and you get the crazy people. Right. Like I didn't want the crazy drunk people in my car, but it was like, it was actually kind of funny. Cause I was like, you know, like a legit practicing attorney and they like order an Uber and I like show up in my Audi and I'm like, Hey, what's up? I'm your Uber. And I'm like, did you ever okay. tell me when you were a lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. What did they say? I would have been like, what? Are <laughs> <laughs> divorces down? <laughs> like, like, what is the problem? No, I mean, like people would ask because, you know, like when you're in an Uber, you kind of like talk to people and they're like, oh, I wouldn't talk to people if they didn't start talking to me because I would assume like maybe you just don't want to talk. Like there are times I get in an Uber, I don't want to talk. Yeah. So like they would ask like, oh, like, you know, like, what do you do? And, you know, how long have you been driving for Uber and, you know, stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yep, you know, lawyer and during the day. There were times I would leave the office. And then I would like Uber my way home. It was almost as if Uber was paying for me because I had a commute then from Morristown. So I would just like turn on Uber and be like, let's hope somebody's going towards home. And then I would just like ease my way home. Money from that? Was it lucrative? You know, yes, but I didn't make as much money as I would have made if I was driving at like the, you know, the more happening times. But I think that the the weird thing about driving for Uber is that for the most part, people were cool, but like you would definitely get like the guys getting in your car and like hitting on you. And you're like, how about I just drop you off and you shut the fuck up? Like, how about that? Like, 
How about we do that? So like you would get that every once in a while, which could be a little uncomfortable, especially if yeah. it's a longer ride and you're like, I really don't want to have this conversation anymore, but I also really don't want you to give me a bad rating. So I'm just going to keep talking to you. And then now you can get out. Like I just that. got an idea. We should drive an Uber together and we could record it for the podcast. <laughs> but we, we would have should. to do it at night. We'd have to get the crazy people. I know, but I also don't know because I actually thought about this at the time that I was driving Uber. Um, I was kind of complaining that I wasn't like driving at the good times where I would make more money. And I remember my boyfriend saying to me like, well, why don't I just get in the car with you? So that way you feel safe, like you have somebody with you and you can still drive at the times. But the problem I had with doing that, though, is especially if I were a single woman, right? And I order Uber and you think that I'm coming, right? And then you see me come and like a big ass six foot two, 250 pound, like dude next to me. You'd be like, I don't know that I want to get in this car. Like this kind of feels like a setup. So I didn't want the riders to feel uncomfortable with like some random dude in the car. Yeah. Well, one time um, somebody picked me up an Uber and I forget where the heck I was, like North Carolina or something. And... He, so he's driving and his wife's in the car with him. I feel like it was in the car with my parents because okay. they, they, they were so sweet and so nice, but they rode together. They always rode together. And, you know, they're talking about like, oh, I think you turn right here. And, you know, they're fiddling with the GPS. And I'm like, I'm with my parents right now. <laughs> like, That's actually funny. funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that that might be kind of fun. What do you think, Peanut Gallery? Do you think it would be interesting for us to drive an Uber together and just see what happens and record it? Where would we go, though? Like, uh, what area do New you York. feel that? <laughs> and why, you know, I mean, I went to law school there. It kind of feels like home, you know, just to see. I think it would be fun. But I do have to wonder from a, a legal perspective, if we would have to get clearance from our writers, I mean, maybe we could like blur out their faces. Well, I think that they would, they would have to sign some sort of release. We'll have to yeah. consult with an IP attorney. Is there an IP but attorney on here? Anybody, <laughs> anybody, in, the, anybody in the peanut gallery Kelly is but, a med mal attorney. Well, she does defense. Well, what I will say is that when I was an Uber driver, you're like, Uber driver slash like therapist slash like people would tell you all their shit, like life story. Like I would be in the car, like giving people relationship advice. I'm like, girl, he's clearly not into you. You need to move on. I remember at one point, like driving a stripper to her job. No way. She was, yeah. Like she was like in the backseat, like putting on the makeup and like putting glitter. Like she didn't tell me she was a stripper, but she kind of came in and like stripper looking stuff. And then I dropped her at a strip club. Oh, okay. a strip club. <laughs> I was going to say that was the big telltale sign. Yes. I, club. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool me. I'm like, now I know you're a stripper. I got it. Yeah. But I dropped Fine. her like at the strip club and I was like, you would enjoy your night. I hope you get a lot of tips. She was like, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she probably just put herself through school, Robin. She seemed like a very nice girl. What very nice. What was it? I'm curious. Oh, geez. It was in Newark. Um, like, like in the Ironbound section. I can't remember the name of it. Like, 
if there were any guys on here, they I'm, and I know if I asked my boyfriend, he would know. He'd be like, is it this one, that one, this one, this one, that one? Mm. And I'd be like, really, sir? Um, <laughs> I, I can see it. I can visualize it. It's like on a corner. It's in the Ironbound section, but I can't remember the name of it. But nice girl. Quite lovely. Oh, good for her. I hope she's achieving all of her life's goals. Me too. Let's see. I'm trying to look for, you know, a good question. They're all good, but I am cherry picking them. Hmm. You're making the faces that you're making make it seem like you're questioning whether or not to, to, I I say, just ask it, just whatever it is. We'll deal with it. All right. Here's, I'll just going to pick this one since I'm taking too long. Do you have a signature move or quirk that people notice or comment on? I don't think so. No, I mean, or if I do, nobody notices it or comments on it because I don't know about it. There's not a habit you have or a saying or like a thing that well, you do. I mean, there are definitely weird things that I do. Like, um, like I like if I don't want to say somebody's name, I call a lot of people Poppin' Fresh. Poppin' and Fresh. I, and yes, and I just expect everybody will know what I'm talking about. Like even in the office, like I'll say, like I'll say to my paralegal, like, oh, you know what? Can you hand me that that uh, file and then write the letter to Poppin' Fresh and tell her I said blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? But like I expect that you know who Poppin' Fresh is. I don't know, but who that anyone is. can be Poppin' Fresh. Anybody. Oh, oh, you mean, okay, so they would know who the person was, but how did you come up with the phrase Poppin' Fresh? Did that you get that from something? Well, first of all, Poppin' Fresh is the Pillsbury guy. Like Poppin' Fresh, right? The Pillsbury so, Doughboy? Yeah, that's Poppin' Fresh. That's his name? I thought his name was just Doughboy. <laughs> no, I, no, he's Poppin' Fresh. So oh like, my God, I have to Google this. <laughs> so what? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like the first time I used the term pop and fresh was probably because of my good friend, Natalia from college. I think I got it from her. So I've been using it since college, but it's just like a name you give to anybody when you just don't feel like saying their name. Guys, I have confirmed that Robin is in fact correct. Thank you. Pillsbury Doughboy's name is pop and fresh. Now and I think it's an N like pop in Fresh. No, actually, I was just going to say that it's, oh, not, it it's, not, it's not pop and fresh. It's poppin'. P-O-P-P-I-N apostrophe. Fresh. Poppin' fresh. Wow, you yeah. learned something here on shit talking. Oh, right. Maybe Who it was knew? just me. Maybe everyone else knew that too. <laughs> so fresh. That, that's that's something. I think I, I do. I call a lot of people poppin' fresh. So right. people who like speak to me often will will realize that everyone's just popping fresh. It's like, yeah, poppin', I like, I love it. Is popping fresh still kicking? I can't remember seeing any, any commercials recently for popping fresh. I don't really see him, but I do still buy grand's biscuits and he's on the biscuits. Okay. What's going to say? I don't maybe, see him in the commercials. Maybe it's uh, not PC now to make fun of chubby people. Cause he's chubby and you know, the little finger. I- <laughs> Yes, and I will also say that I do not only call chubby people pop and fresh. So it is not a comment on anyone's weight if I call them pop and fresh, just to be clear. That's so funny. What about yours? While you're answering, I'm going to try to drink my water. And for those of us watching with my numb face, I have to 
do it on the side. So I'm going to work on that while Christina's answering. Gosh, no, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, don't you think that maybe other people are better at telling you what your signature move or quirk is? I mean, probably, but that, that's my problem is that they're saying that people comment on and I can't think of something like that people really comment on, like a quirk that I have. Kelly talks, talks about her hand. I do that too. I, think I actually have to make an effort to keep my, like right now my hands are like in my crotch just so that I'm not. Okay. We don't need to know about that, Robin. You keep that. Not, not in a dirty way, but like, just they're like, my, my hands are, are placed where well, I'm not going to have a lot of gestures. You know? Something that I think I do a lot is when I'm talking to somebody and I'm looking for some, some type of feedback, you know, not necessarily mm-hmm. agreement, but something like say something, I will say, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's to elicit a response. And I actually do this with my business partner, John, a lot. And because I'll just tell him like, uh, are you listening to me, John? See, I really mm-hmm. am his work wife. Cause he'll just ignore me. But I used to say, don't you agree? Which is a leading question. And, you know, just from us communicating about it, he would say, well, I feel like you, like I would feel pressure that whatever you were talking about, you were looking for me to agree with you. Mm-hmm. And what if I don't agree with you? And I just be like, okay, well, it's okay for you to disagree. But I, I realized that what I was doing by saying that was I was looking for a response. Right. You just wanted feedback of yeah. any sort. Yeah. I had an old boss who used to do that, that like, you know, we would have conversations and she'd be like, okay, don't you agree? And in my mind, I'm like, you're my boss. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, well, it kind of suggests there's a right answer. too. Right. <laughs> right. Don't you agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Sure. Sounds good. Like, what am I supposed to say? You know? Yeah, I don't know. But other than that, I can't really think. I'm sure that I have some kind of quirk or a signature move, as it says. But I'm going to now keep an eye out for one so that I can identify the Christina signature move. And then when it it happens, I'm going to tell you, like, that's it. That's a Christina move. Yeah, please do. Because I'm going to work on that for you now what it is. Maybe we should move on to the other pod deck. Oh, which what is, is this? Would you rather. We were doing what the heck. Okay. So now we're going to do would you rather, and we'll have a little fun with this one now. Okay. We this- started one before the show, and I feel like we talked about it for like 20 minutes. Yeah, just for fun. And it was so you. random. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and, and I want to hear from the peanut gallery what which one you would rather. Have your mm. jaw wired shut for a month, drinking only out of a straw. Or wear an eye patch for a year. What do you think? Well, I started by saying I thought eye patch for a year because I could make a very fashionable eye patch. It could be different colors. Maybe I could be dazzle it. The problem is I love food so much that to not eat food for a month would be really hard for me. But now that I think about it, right? If I only had to like, I guess, eat liquid foods, like I've been on a liquid diet before. It wasn't that hard. Like I could do that for a month. Well, I would be very grumpy, but I, I would pick 
having the jaw wired shut because it's a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, you know, I I would lose weight. I mean, how could you lose weight? <laughs> I mean, if you're drinking like milkshakes all the time, maybe. Well, yeah, I don't know. I do that. But I always said, like, wouldn't it be dangerous to have your jaw wired shut? Because I've actually heard of people doing this to lose weight. I mean, what if you have to... Um, you know, throw up or something. Like, what if you get sick? I don't it doesn't know. Safe. What happens? There, I, I mean, could you choke? That's a horrible thought. You could die. That would be like a method of torture of like wiring someone's jaw shut and then like giving them something to induce vomiting. It's got to be a way to, that was really dark, Robin, what you just said. Well, I'm thinking about like Saw. Like, you know, like those like movies where they like come up with like random shit to like torture people. Like, yeah, that would be a way. Saw was good. The first Saw was good, but each subsequent movie just started to get dumber and dumber. I watched one of them recently. I was like, I went on this tangent where I was trying to find movies to scare my niece because like nothing scares her. And I was going through like all of these horror movies. So we tried like doing something sawish, but that's more like weird than horror. It's like, it's, you know what? You know. It's the scariest movie I've ever seen. And I think part of it for me was the setting mm-hmm. was the ring. So I lived mm. in this basement apartment years ago out in Pennington, New Jersey, which is like in the middle of nowhere. So when I it's dark now, like it's dark out. There's no street lamps. <laughs> There's no light. It's black outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my apartment. It's late at night. I decided it's a good idea to watch The Ring all by myself. Not with the light off, by the way. Scared shitless. I was so scared. I was, I was like, this was not the right thing to do. <laughs> and I couldn't, <laughs> I was afraid to get out of bed. Ah, uh, I. I'm trying to think of this, like, back in the day, I would probably say the scariest movie for me was Candyman. But as an adult, it's not as scary to me anymore. Like, I watch it now, and I'm like, you know, it's not super scary. But that that movie kind of, of scared me. And um, a weird one for me that was, like, super scary, but probably wasn't meant to be, was Final Destination. That scared the shit out of me. It was basically the premise of the movie, for those of you who don't know, the premise of the movie was that these people were supposed to die, right? Like they were all supposed to get on this plane together. And for some reason, some of the people didn't get on the plane. So the people, the plane ends up crashing. Everybody on the plane dies. The people who got off the plane that were supposed to be on the plane, it was as if death was following them because they were meant to die on that plane and they didn't. So like death was following them. And then like, basically like they all ended up dying, like in these like really messed up ways. And they were trying to find a way to interrupt death's design so that they wouldn't end up dying because they were all supposed to die. You know what? And then they found some way to do it. But I think they did see that movie and it was a good one. I feel like I want to watch it again now. It creeped me out though. Like I remember that night, like I watched it at night and it was like, I was just up and I was kind of like, it was just creepy. Like, it's not anything to be scared of. It's not like a boogeyman movie. Like somebody's coming to get me. Yeah. Nor was I in a position at that particular point where I thought that I was meant to die and I was going to end up dying some gruesome death. But like, it just freaked me out. Like it kind of like kept me up for some reason. 
Yeah, I think the supernatural movies are more scary than like slasher movies. Those don't really do anything. Well, do you believe that that can happen? Like, do you believe that someone can be possessed? Because that's why it kind of freaks me out is because it is not outside of the realm of my possibility that someone can be possessed. I mean, I don't, I don't not believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a possibility. So it's not like I would say that it could never happen. But I guess, you know, a slasher guy could come after you too. But I don't know. I don't think that's likely. I mean, I think in the, like, if we're doing odds, right? Do you think the odds are better of you being possessed by the devil or a random slasher guy stalking you and coming after you a la... Mike Myers. Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. Which one's more likely? I, I think hands down devil possession. <laughs> Why, like, what, hands what, down. what does one do to attract that? Well, I remember when I was watching the exorcism of Emily Rose, the reason that it was that she was the target of the devil, devil possession was because she was so religious and holy and innocent and pure. Um, like Robin, right? So the devil wanted, exactly. So the devil wanted to possess her because it was like, she was like almost the anti-devil. And that's me. I'm just pure as the clean driven snow. So clearly the devil would want to possess. Don't wrinkle up your eyebrows. I have to, um, I'll be right back. I have to get my shovel. (laughs) I don't know. I will tell you too, another uh, a, a scene in a movie that was really chilling was that part of Silence of the Lambs when the serial killer was trying on the skin. The skin. That he had, you know, <sighs> tailored for himself and saying, I can't, I wish I could do his voice, looking in the mirror saying, I would fuck me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that all in all was was a creepy movie, like for sure. It was, right? It's very funny how we went from, just to give you the, the trajectory of shit talking here, we went from whether whether you would rather have your your jaw wired shut or wear an eye patch. And now we're talking about Silence of the Lambs. It rubs the lotion on his skin. That's what yes. I was thinking. Yes. I got to watch those, that whole series again. That is, those were really good movies. Mm. Okay. Be, would you rather be in shape and have a great body or, an, but an ugly face? I, I'm, I totally screwed this up. Would you rather be in shape and have a great body, but an ugly face or have a gorgeous face? It says, but be overweight. I feel- oh, I mean, seeing as how I'm overweight now, I would rather have a gorgeous face and be overweight. Well, you are. You do have a gorgeous face. <laughs> well, I mean, you do. You do. I think it depends on what your life goes. Do. Come on, now. Let's just be honest. We both do. Um, I'm a little chubby these days. So. I mean, there's there's definitely some junk in my trunk. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but okay, not a bad thing. It's fine. But what about you? I mean, I kind of feel like, well, I'm not going to pick for you. Well, you can lose weight. I mean, it's hard. But it depends. How how fat am I? The card card dictates that you will never lose weight. You will be overweight for the rest of your life. 
Well, I mean, over but you will have a gorgeous face. Thank you. Oh, oh, you were saying, oh, you weren't telling me I have a gorgeous face. I mean, you do. We know oh, okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just, oh, of course, I got to give a lawyer answer. It depends. It depends how ugly and how fat. Well, and also ugly is very subjective. You know, so you may be ugly to one person, but gorgeous to somebody else. Like you never know. So you might have, and also what are your life goals, right? Like if my life goal is to be a porn star, I might go for the body, right? Like if those are my aspirations or like something where having a beautiful body is necessary, like a model, like there are a lot of models. I don't think their faces are that pretty. They just like, they're models. I don't know. So maybe it depends on like what you're trying to do. Well, I'm very grateful that we don't actually have to choose. Okay. All right. But John, I have actually shared some of these with John. Here's a really funny one. John says I look incredible. Thank you, John. Would you rather fart in an elevator full of strangers (laughs) or belch loudly while giving an important presentation at work? I think this is a trick question. It's a, it's a trick question because the problem with this is that Christina and I are both own our businesses. So it's like, we're both the boss. So who cares if I belch during a presentation? Like, what are my employees going to do? Go like, oh, Robin belched during a presentation. So I don't think that has the same impact I mean, unless you're saying like giving a presentation, maybe like in court or like not like at the office, maybe you're in front of a bunch of people. Like I'm thinking about it. If I change the question, let's say I'm speaking at the family law symposium. Would I rather belch during my my presentation or fart in an elevator of strangers? I'm going. Well, there are more questions. Is it an audible fart? Is yes. it a silent but deadly? Like, what do we do? Like, I, I have questions. I have questions. Also, another factor, does it smell? <laughs> right. But also, if it's a silent but deadly, so it smells, right? But it's silent. So does anybody even know I did it? Well, like, yes, can't I just, are, can't I react are, like everyone else? and be like, oh my God. Oh my God. What yes, is there are strangers, plural. Right. So it there's more than anybody. one person. So you could blame it on anybody. Everybody would just be looking at each other like, hmm, <laughs> who was it? <laughs> right. Right. I, I think I'm going with the elevator. I think I have more outs. And an elevator ride is only so long. So you're yes. going to be embarrassed for a little while. And then like you're out. You all go. Good, all good observations. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Spend, would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or a porta potty? God, that does not work well with the germaphobe in me. Is the dumpster empty? I know, right? So these are the questions. You cannot <laughs> ask lawyers these questions. I, I know. We have a lot of foe. <laughs> because, yeah, it's like, well, I don't know. Where's the dumpster? How, right. what's in it? You know, and how how cleans the porta potty? I think I'd, pre- I'd probably pick a dumpster just because they're bigger. It does give you more room, for sure. Um, but you don't know what's in that dumpster. Like anything could be in the dumpster. If it's a full dumpster, 
Um, John says, remind me never to ride in an elevator with Robin. (laughs) Yes, do not. My theory on life, John, is whoever smelt it, dealt it. So I will just not react and it'll be on you. But I I might go porta potty if I can sleep standing up. Like if I could just stand in it and kind of like, you know. I don't like that question. Yeah, I don't that all of, all of that makes me uncomfortable. Here's Both one. of them make me uncomfortable. All I have to say is, Travis, if, you, if you're watching this, if you came up with these questions, you're, you're a sick pup. That's all I'm going to say. But we love you. So would you rather pull a tooth with a pair of pliers or brand yourself with a cattle prod? Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there one of them? I have. Why is there always a story? So growing up, right, when we would have a loose tooth, my dad, like when it got really, really loose, would pull it out with a needle nose plier. We're just like, (gasps) yeah. I mean, you didn't feel it because it was already like, you know, when you're a kid, you have like a wobbly tooth, like wobble, wobble, wobble. So the tooth would wobble. My dad would take a needle nose plier. And I'm saying this now because I, I don't know what the statute of limitations would be for DCPP. But yeah, so, I was thinking that exactly too. So he would take a plier. And then once the tooth was like, like so loose that it was ready to come out, he would take the plier and just pull it out. But what was funny was like, it never hurt. But we would always be like, it's going to hurt. And it never hurt. Because he was always wait till it's like super loose about to fall out anyway. And he would just take the plier and like, and then we would put it under the pillow and get our tooth fairy money. How much did you this get? Was, uh, I feel like it was like a couple dollars. Like this was the eighties, like a couple dollars. So yeah. So that's what we would do. Like, so after like we got done being locked in the basement, he would just pull out our teeth with pliers. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. That never, ever happened. <laughs> never happened. But, but yeah, he would just like pull it out and we get a couple bucks. Here's a good one. Would you rather? John have- said his dad would attach the string to the tooth and then put the string on a door handle and just slam the door. Does that I've heard work? It. I feel like I I think I tried that once and it didn't work. I I feel like I tried it as a kid, like to get my own tooth out, and I don't I don't think it worked. But I didn't. I probably didn't do it right. And you didn't answer the question. Which one do you rather? Um, I just don't. I mean, if you have to pull out your own tooth as an adult. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I guess I'd pick the branding. I think so too. I think it'd just be quicker. Well, you know, a lot of, of sororities and fraternities brand, like my dad has a brand. Oh, that must've hurt like a bitch. And I'm sure like he was in college at the time. So I'm sure like none of this was done in any way, like a good way. Like they probably just took like a freaking hanger or something. And like he, so he has no makeup brand on his arm because he's a Q Omega sci-fi is the fraternity. So he has a brand, a big Omega on his arm. And I remember growing up, we used to ask him what was on his arm and he would tell us that a horse stepped on him because it looks like a horseshoe. It's an Omega. So he would say a horse stepped on me. And we believed that for a lot of years. Thanks dad. We believed it. Wow. Does it, how does it look now? Um, I mean, it looks nice. It's like, it's, it's just like smooth. Like it's, darker a little bit darker than his skin but it's like a smooth brown omega 
Next time I see my dad, I'll take a picture of it. Yeah, do that. Oh my gosh. All right. So final question. And I think we're, uh, we're going to wrap up for tonight. All right. Would you rather have a road trip with Donald Trump or OJ Simpson? OJ Simpson. Why? Well, there's a, a lesser likelihood of me having my pussy grabbed for one. That is true. Um, true, true. And I don't think that OJ is like a violent person. He's probably just like, to me, he's annoying. Like at this point, he's old. Well, I don't know, I is jail? You, do you think that OJ, do you think OJ killed Nicole Simpson? And what the hell was Ronald Goldman? Is that his name? Um, I think, I don't think he did it personally. Oh, but I think, I think he knew about it and I think he was involved in it, but I don't think that he, with his own hands did it Yeah, because it just doesn't make sense to me. Like at the time, like he was kind of like old and like, and, and I understand he was a football player, so he's a strong guy, but I'm kind of like for one man who like kind of has a bad knee or whatever he had to like stumble in and manage to kill two young people. And one of them doesn't get away. Like it just, I don't know. I feel like I I definitely think he was involved. I just, I don't, I don't know. John, John says, Robin, you're not a blonde white girl. So you are good with OJ. Right. Right. (laughs) What about me? I I feel like that's, that's uh, a, I mean, Christina, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You, you may not be safe. So this is my thing. I would probably pick OJ because he would be such a great person to interview. So I would have to have my reporter. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I mean, I just think Trump is insufferable and I would not want to have a conversation with him. So, and I don't think that I'm a danger, uh, in danger because of OJ. I mean, I do think, I, I do think that he did it. And, but I think it was a crime of passion. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'm not, concerned that I would trigger something in him <laughs> that he would need to to uh, yeah. do anything. John says that, Christina, you're screwed either way. So I don't know. No matter- I, don't, I don't think OJ's coming after me. <laughs> I don't think so. Too. And now he's like, he's so old that you, I feel like he would just kind of just sit there and I'd be like, so tell me about prison and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, I really you know, would ask him. And then at the end, I'd be like, so OJ, did you do it? Oh, yes, because you know what? You're you're the person he's going to come clean to. If you build that relationship, Christina, in that road trip, I don't know where we're road tripping to, like how long we have. But if you build that relationship, you might get some gems out of him. I think I would get some gems out of him. So I feel like to, to wrap up what we've gotten out of this podcast is um, we both would be kind of cool with hanging out with OJ Simpson. Um, we like scary movies. Um, and I think both of us would be pretty comfortable farting in an elevator. I, I wonder, you know, I probably have farted in an elevator. I, mean, I don't specifically <laughs> remember that, but I mean, uh, that reminds me of this meme that was going around. Oh God, I have to try to find it on YouTube now. It was some commercial where this ladies like dating this new guy and for some reason you know she gets into the his car but he's not in I've the car. seen it it's a commercial yeah yes right and so I'll tell people for the ones who haven't seen it so she gets in the car and she lets one rip and mm-hmm. then he 
gets in the car and says something like, oh, I forget now what he said, but she finds out that there were people in the back seat when she let it rip. Right. It was like his like a, a couple or something like, oh, did you meet so-and-so? And they're kind yeah. of back there like. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they go, yes, we've met. And she's like, oh my God. Like, so that is like my worst fear ever is that you fart someplace where you think that <laughs> you're alone. Well, here's my problem with this whole commercial setup though. If you fart when you get in the car, by the time he gets around and gets to the driver's side, the smell is still going to have lingered in the car. So that's not smart planning anyway, lady. Like, it just wasn't smart planning. No, you're right. You're right. Well, I, obviously, she does not believe that she has stinkers. <laughs> John, John says he's never heard two women talk so much about farting. It's Christina's fault. It's her card. She chose these cards. John, and we have to answer. We have to answer. That's well, it is. Do you also remember there was another thing like a commercial or something where this lady has a one night stand and she's in the guy's apartment. He has gotten up and gone to work and she, I, something happens and she goes to the bathroom and the toilet won't flush. <laughs> so she puts, she puts the poop in a plastic bag. Wait a minute. No, I have I never seen not. this. And I've never seen this. She doesn't want to just leave it there. And she somehow locks herself out of the apartment, but she left the bag of poop in the apartment. First of all, get back in. first of all, and, and this is the same problem I have. These see now these are real life lessons. You <laughs> do not poop in someone else's apartment. That's a what? Like, just go home. Just leave. What if you can't hold it? I mean, what if you really have to go? And what's the harm anyway, right? He's not there. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think that there's a sanctity to where you poop. And I think it's disrespectful for you to just poop in someone's house willy-nilly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think that that's why. If somebody came and visited my house, and then you come in my house, and you just drop an uninvited deuce in my house, like, I think that's a little disrespectful. Like, are we there as far as comfort that you feel like you can do that in my home? John, John has a point. He says, seriously, what's with all the farting and shit? You're right. I don't know what's going on here, but this is this, probably this is, time to end. This is your partner, John. <laughs> this is your partner who is bringing up these topics on this otherwise very classy and sophisticated show. <laughs> Yes. All right. So I, on that note, we are going to the classy and sophisticated ladies are going to yes. uh, sign off tonight. Thank you for watching. And thank you for joining us. Peanut gallery. We are going to have Michelle G. She is a matchmaker. She's joining us next week. And we're going to resume our conversation about what is appropriate or not appropriate in the early stages of a relationship. And I do believe John just called me a cow, but I love you, sweet bee. <laughs> well, my a question I have is how annoyed do you think that she's going to be if she comes on and I start going matchmaker, a matchmaker, make me a match, find me a find, catch me yeah. a catch. She'll no? be good. She's cool. No, no. So if you guys good. have any questions that you'd like us to uh, go over with her, Come back and join us next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or you can DM us the questions. And You can always DM us. D 
DM us your questions. We love it. We live for it. I look at the box of direct messages just waiting for the peanut gallery to DM us. That's what I do every day. I don't know why that sounds dirty. But anyway, thank you for watching and we'll see you next week, Wednesday, 7 p.m. right here. Join us. Bye. Bye.